A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. This is high school science, really, that I'm talking about, okay? But these, these lunatic leftists are trying to kill all of us by saying CO2 is a bad molecule. No, it's, I call it the God molecule. It's the molecule of life, not just for Earth, but the molecule of life for every planet that we could possibly ever discover in the cosmos. If it's going to have life on it, it's going to have CO2 in the atmosphere because that's what provides the carbon and it provides the atmospheric density and the pressure and the warmth, which creates the humidity. It allows the oceans to evaporate water and then the clouds to drop the water on the land and that's how you have forests and fields and food crops and rivers and streams and fish and everything that makes a society sustainable civilization is at stake here and they're killing it one molecule at a time right now down to zero down to zero down to zero down to zero Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there, and welcome to another episode of this humble little podcast that we call Connect Those Dots, and I am your host, as always, Joe. Please clap. Now, if you uh, live in the world like I do, then I guess you've noticed that the Narrative has shifted once again, right? It's shifted, and all you can hear about is climate change, climate change, climate change, climate change. Uh, no more hearing about Ukraine, no more uh, COVID talk, no more vaccine talk. It's just all climate change all day. And um, yes, if you haven't guessed, that's what we are going to talk about today on this episode of Connect Those Dots as well, but we're going to be doing it from a different perspective. Now, before I really get into the meat of this episode, I don't want anything to get misconstrued. I want to preface everything I'm saying with, do I think that as human beings on this planet with our industry and everything that we do, do I think that we have some kind of impact? Uh, yeah, of course we do. Do I think that it's a myth that there is litter in the oceans and that it kills sea life no i do not think that that's a myth do i think that it's a myth that there is chemical runoff that gets into the rivers that gets into the drinking water that gets into the reservoirs no i do not think that that's a myth do i think that deforestation is a myth no they destroy forests all the time and then they ground up all of the vegetation and tree matter that they destroy and grind it up into pellets and call it biomass and then say that it is a, a green energy source. But whatever, we'll get into that later. I don't think that climate change 
as a whole is an entire myth. I definitely think as human beings on this planet, the way we thrive has some side effects, for sure. But the way that the media puts it, the way that the World Economic Forum seeks to control you with it, is a completely embellished crisis. And we've learned about this form of psychological warfare before called the Hegelian dialectic, right? Where they create a crisis, they create a problem, or they create the idea of the problem, and then come in as the savior, right? Come in as the savior, they have the solution for you to the crisis that they made up, but their solution was their goal the entire time. They just needed to give you a reason for them to put their goals in place, right? That's the Hegelian dialectic. Create a crisis, then come in as the savior with the solution, but meanwhile, your quote-unquote solution was the goal the entire time. Got it? Good. We know that one. Get it? Got it? Good. And the climate crisis is no different. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Just like the COVID. There's a virus, there's a virus, there's a virus. Uh, stay in your house, 15 days to stop the spread, then it snowballs, gets longer than 15 days, now it's all you need a... Uh, a, a vaccine passport to just go about your everyday life. Oh, oh, now it's not just the vaccine passport. Oh, it's uh, you need to get uh, annual boosters all the time to be up to date with your injections or else you're not considered, quote, fully vaccinated, right? That's a, a, a manifestation of the Hegelian dialectic, just like the gun control, right? Oh, there's psychopaths that use guns. That means nobody should have a gun. And when nobody has a gun and the only the government has the guns, then the citizens are completely powerless. Pretty easy one plus one equals two right there. But we live in a world where they try to convince you that one plus one equals five. And they try to convince you that men can get pregnant. So that's the thing. That, that's when we realize that all the dots connect. That's when we realize that all these dots are connected, right? We see just the, how they just synergize with, the, with each other. They all play into each other. It's just a mindset of not critically thinking, being docile, being controllable, being obedient, being compliant, not being an individual, Taking away your individuality, making you a hive mind, making you a worker bee. And the climate change is no different. It's incorporated in it. It's incorporated in the whole plan of total systematic control. We talk about it on Connect Those Dots all the time. Whether it's they want to have a carbon tracking system to monitor your carbon footprint individual carbon footprint tracker many of these things will be built directly into our, our, our bodies whether it's to stop you from driving a car which is also a way of stripping away your independence they they don't want you to have a car you understand that right like the, the globalist types the yuval noah Hararis, the klaus schwabs the bill gateses they don't want you to even have a car they want you to just sit in a closet all day with VR goggles and headsets and get your daily rations of bug proteins. That's, that's literally it. That's what they see you as. And if you need to travel and transport, then you can take some sort of weird dystopian subway system that they're going to conjure up. And you can only take it if you have your vaccine carbon credit score uh, app on your phone, which will eventually turn into your biomedical chip, right? We, we know, we see where this goes. 
and we see how all the dots connect. Obviously, those are the long-term goals. Those are the end game goals, so to speak. And they can only achieve these goals through the Hegelian dialectic, through creating the crisis, coming to you with the solution, and having you accept their solution, right? And one of these things, one of the biggest things that I cannot harp on enough is the climate change crisis. The climate crisis. Right, please, sir. And obviously, they are ratcheting it up right now. They are going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs with the climate change fear porn in the the past week. And I'm going to play you all these clips from the past week. And I'm going to show you a lot of important stuff. And I'm going to show you a lot of things that's going to crystallize for you. But before we talk about the present, we have to take a trip into the past. Because that's the thing. Nobody knows their history. That's why the, the, the public at large is so dumb. They don't care about history. And whatever history that they have been taught has been distorted and skewed and steered to make them a, a pliable little hackable animal. A hackable animals. But we're going to take a blast to the past right now and show you how that they have been lying and attempting to scare you and brainwashing you and hypnotizing you with this so-called climate emergency that's been going on for, for over 50 years, by the way, right? They've been warning us about the climate emergency, the imminent climate emergency. We're all going to die. The Armageddon is upon us. They've been saying this for 50 years, right? And I'm going to prove it to you because I'm going to read you a series of headlines throughout the 50 years. And you're going to see just how desperate these people are to convince you that you're going to die simply just by existing. Your existence is your death sentence. That's what they tell you. Humans existing is destroying the earth. That's the entire premise of the climate crisis. The fact that you exist is destroying the earth. So we need to get rid of you. It's just like what Bill Gates says. There's too much carbon here. Let's have this equation. One of these numbers has to get to zero. And if we do good vaccines, we could get that number closer to zero. Right? We play that clip literally every single episode. I'm not going to play it now because it just gets monotonous after a while. And I, I just basically played the clip for you doing my stupid little impression of Bill Gates. But yeah. Down to zero. That is their attempt of convincing you to be guilty, that you're destroying the earth to get you comfortable with your own demise, to get you comfortable with, quote unquote, doing your part for the greater good of humanity so that you don't destroy the earth. But again, they fly on their private jets, they own all the factories, they spray the chemtrails into the air. Remember when I played you that clip? of the stratospheric aerosol injection and how they brag that they can manipulate the weather? Is stratospheric aerosol injection, or SAI, a method of seeding the stratosphere with particles that can help reflect the sun's heat in much the same way that volcanic eruptions do. So these globalists do all these things and they say that you are the problem for just being an average everyday citizen and driving your car and, and just living your life and just trying to provide for your family, just trying to earn a paycheck just trying to be an honest, good person, right? You're the problem. And they've been trying to convince you of this for over 50 years. So right now, 
I'm going to read you these headlines. They're all chronicled in this really epic article right here. It's called, Wrong Again, 50 Years of Failed Eco-Apocalyptic Predictions. So just Google that. Wrong Again, 50 Years of Failed Eco-Apocalyptic Predictions. And they give you headlines throughout the years, starting in 1967. So here we go. There's a bunch of stuff in here. I'm going to read it all for you. And it's all referenced in this article, so you can go and find it for yourself and and just see how ridiculous it is. Oh, pull it up, Jamie. Here we go. By 1966, they said all oil will be gone in 10 years. Bruh. 1967, dire famine forecast by 1975. Bruh. 1968, overpopulation will spread worldwide. Overpopulation. Population. Population. 1969, everyone will disappear in a cloud of blue steam by 1989. (laughs) All right, there's that one. Do with that what you will. 1970, world will use up to all its natural resources by 2000. Bruh. 1970 again, urban cities will require gas masks by 1985. Hmm, sounds familiar, right? Sounds like the face diapies. One way or the other, they wanted you to just wear something on your face, right? Isn't that funny? Isn't that telling? Isn't that a dot to connect? Let's go on. 1970, decaying pollution will kill all the fish. Well, I don't know. That's pretty general, but the way that we pollute the ocean and the rivers and the res- and the reservoirs like i mean we might be killing the fish to be honest with you that might actually have a little bit of truth to it he's got a point 1970 again killer bees doesn't that remind you of the murder hornets remember when they tried to scare you with the murder hornets and they said that the murder hornets were a new species of hornet that was created through man-made climate change remember that one 1970s, they were talking about that. 1970 again. Ice age by 2000. Ice age by 2000. Meaning that the entire globe was going to be frozen over by 2000. That's what they were saying in the 70s. Now we're here in 2022. And all they can do is bitch and moan about how hot the summer is. But we'll get into that later. 1971. New ice age coming by 2020 or 2030. The 1972, new ice age coming by 2070. (laughs) So they're like, yo, there's going to be an ice age, buddy. (laughs) Get ready to freeze. Get ready to freeze. There's going to be an ice age. We don't know when, but there's going to be an ice age. Unbelievable. Just always trying to scare you. Relentlessly just trying to put it in your brain that the earth is being destroyed ultimately by you. 1972, oil depleted in 20 years. They're saying that we were going to run through literally all of the Earth's oil. But then we've realized that the Earth has such an abundance of oil, it's not even like a finite resource anymore. It's not even considered a finite resource because we just have so much of the oil. The Earth is just emitting so much of this beautiful compound that fuels our life. God gave us this compound to fuel our lives And these creepy globalist climate freaks want us to stop using this abundant product, this abundant compound that is not even a finite resource just so that they can run our lives because they know it was given to us by a greater power and that it was given to us to fuel our lives and to innovate and to flourish as free thinking 
humans, creations of God. And they want us to stop using it because they're saying we're destroying the planet. How evil, how sadistic, how satanic to make you feel guilty about existing. 1974, space satellites show new ice age coming fast. 1974, another ice age question mark? 1974, ozone depletion, a great peril to life. Now they never talk about the ozone anymore. You realize that they don't talk about the ozone anymore? I don't know enough about the ozone, quite frankly, to, to even comment on it, but it's just funny that they never mention the ozone. I remember when I was a little kid, they're like, you're destroying the ozone layer, the ozone layer. I'm like, and I'm just a little kid, so I'm like, oh my God, I'm horrible. I should stop farting. Hold in those farts, Joe. Or just put a bag on your ass like they do to the cows. Yeah, look that up. Remember I told you about that, how they put the bags on the asses of the cows to stop climate change? What about the hippos in the, in the, in the, in the jungles? What about the, uh, what about the elephants? That fart and crap everywhere. You're going to put bags on their asses too? No, you're just going to torture the cows, right? These people are so evil, man. Let's go on. 1976, scientific consensus, planet cooling, famine's imminent. Everything's imminent. 1976, they're telling you that the planet chilling is imminent. Imminent means like it's immediate. It's going to happen soon. Like within the 10 years. They're saying that within 10 years. In 1976, they said within 10 years... The planet is going to freeze over. I mean, whew. we got to slow down here. 1977, Department of Energy says oil will peak in the 90s. Bruh. 1978, no end in sight to 30-year cooling trend. No end in sight. <laughs> okay, now we go into the 80s. 1980, acid rain kills life in lakes. Acid rain. That's when they throw that. I guess when the 1980s came about, some uh, some globalist at a at a WEF meeting was like, uh, "We should come up with a, a new rain. Let's call it acid rain. Like like corrosive droplets of death falling from the sky. That'll really scare them. Very good, very good, very intelligent. Acid rain. That is a new crisis that we can exploit. Right, please, <laughs> Acid rain. You never hear about acid rain anymore. 1980. Peak oil in 2000. So they tell you peak oil in 90s, then peak oil in 2000. 1988. Temperatures in D.C. will hit record highs. Temperatures in D.C. will hit record highs. And that's what they're talking about now. They're going with it's so hot outside, and it's due to climate change. Bro, it's the summer. Let's keep moving with these because I got a lot more. I'm like only halfway done with all of these. We're only in the we're only in the 80s. But wait, there's more. 1988, Maldive Islands to be underwater by 2018. They're not. <laughs> My sister and her husband went on a vacation to the Maldives like <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> we'll be underwater. <laughs> yeah, the 80s is where they really got really um. Silly with their rhetoric. 1989, rising sea levels will obliterate nations if nothing is done by 2000. <laughs> obliterate nations. <laughs> These people crack me up, man. It must be really fun to work for the globalists. You just say a bunch of dumb, silly stuff and try to see. You just throw as much crap that you can at the wall and try to see if anything sticks. 1989, New York's West Side Highway underwater by 2019. Yeah, it's not. Nothing's changed. None of the water has moved at all. 
1996. Oh, so we jump now into the 90s. 1996, peak oil in 2020. <laughs> so they keep moving the peak oil. Well, here we are in 2020, and they claim that there's an oil crisis. Yeah, the oil. I'll tell you what the oil crisis is. Joe Biden. Joe Biden getting into office and cutting off our oil production. That's the oil crisis. 2000, children won't know what snow is. So by 2000, they were saying that it will never snow again. First, they tell you it's going to freeze. Then they tell you it's going to get too hot. Then they tell you there's acid rain. Then they talk about the ozone layer and never mention them again. And now here we are all the way back at it's the, the earth is going to be engulfed in flames. It's going to be too hot. Children will never know what snow is. <laughs> Children will never know what snow is. Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. 2002. Famine in 10 years if we don't give up eating fish, meat, and dairy. So bam, in the early 2000s is what they really started their push of you will eat the bugs. Eat the feature. Look at that. Uh, let me read that one one more time. 2002, famine in 10 years if we don't give up eating fish, meat, and dairy. Wow. Paint the future. Then in 2002, they said peak oil in 2010. <laughs> so 10 years ago, they said peak oil in 2020, and now peak oil in 2010. Bruh. 2004, Britain will be Siberia by 2024. Bruh. <laughs> I mean, bro. Bruh. 2005, Manhattan underwater by 2015. <laughs> Are you serious? Manhattan underwater. Do you understand what that even means? Like the city of Manhattan with all its skyscrapers. They're trying to scare you Hollywood movie style. It's just so, it's just so ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous. We'll be right back with more ridiculousness. We're almost done. 2006, super hurricanes. Well, who knows? With all the weather modification, there could very well be super hurricanes. 2008, Arctic will be ice-free in 10 years. They said by 2018, the entire Arctic will have no ice and everything will melt. No, actually, here we are in 2022, right? And the Arctic has actually expanded. So it got colder. And that's just what happens. Sometimes it melts, sometimes it expands, sometimes it's hot, sometimes it's cold, sometimes it's really hot, sometimes it's really cold. It's not because of your man-made climate change, it's just a planet with seasons and different weather conditions. I mean, what, what, what are we saying here, man? What are we doing here? How can we sit here and listen to these people, man? I'll tell you why. I will tell you why. I'll tell you why we listen to them, because it's the words that they use. 2008, climate genius Al Gore predicts ice-free Arctic by 2013. Climate genius, expert, fact checker, scientist, doctor, genius. These words that they use that any normie just hears... And it's like, oh, the genius said so. The expert said so. The fact checker said so. The doctor said so. I'm not a doctor. What do I know? I don't have any common sense at all because I'm not a doctor. The scientist said so. I'm not a scientist. So what say do I have of what goes into my body? What say do I have 
of me driving my car, destroying the world. What say do I have? The genius said so. Check out the big brain on bread. 2009, climate genius Prince Charles says we have 96 months to save the world. <laughs> climate genius Prince Charles says we have, we have 96 months to save the world from the climate crisis. And the beneficiaries of the World Economic Forum will be very happy. Because uh, I'm a climate genius now. I'm, I'm Count Dracula. I live in Dracula's castle, the actual Castle Dracul in Transylvania that was inhabited by Vlad the Impaler. And I live there now because I'm Prince Charles. I am my direct descendant of Vlad the Impaler. And I live in Castle Dracula. Look it up. Look it up. Prince Charles lives in Castle Dracula and runs an orphanage out of it. Oh, pull it up, Jamie. And he's the same guy that tells you your existence is destroying this planet due to man-made climate change. He's he's a climate genius. He's a prince. He's royal. And he's a genius? And he has a British accent? Oh, my God. I, he must know everything. I know nothing. Let me eat the bugs. Let me get the carbon tracker. Let me stop driving a car. Let me turn off my air condition. Let me have a carbon footprint credit score for everything that I do. And I can be surveilled with everything that I do because the genius said so. You understand? You see here? You see, like, I, I get frustrated. But you can see where the frustration comes from, right? I got a few more headlines to read you from the from the late 2000s into 2019. So l let's just wrap these up. I got a few more. 2009 UK Prime Minister says 50 days to save the planet from a catastrophe. So that's a, it coincides with exactly what the climate genius Prince Charles said. UK Prime Minister says 50 days to save the planet. He said that in 2009. Again in 2009, climate genius Al Gore moves to 2013 prediction of ice-free Arctic to 2014. <laughs> and then in 2011, he said ice-free Arctic in 2015. <laughs> All right, 2015, only 500 days before climate chaos. He said that in 2015. Now here we are in 2019. The final headline. Hey, Greta, we need you to convince them that it's really going to happen this time. And doesn't that just say it all? Hey, Greta, we turn to you, little girl. Please bamboozle the youth. Please lie to the youth and convince them that they're going to destroy the planet. Please corrupt and distort and deceive the minds of the youth, Greta Thunberg. And make them feel guilty for being alive so we can kill them. So we can control them. There is no planet B. There is no planet blah. There it is. All those headlines. Yeesh. See, we took a little blast to the past right there, but... Now here we are in the present. And nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Here is a four-minute compilation of just... In the, in the, in the recent two years that we've been completely tyrannized, that the Great Reset, that the Build Back Better initiative has really been uh, engaged. Here's just a here's a compilation, and we're going to, you know, I'll cut in where I see fit, of them just talking about how they're going to get rid of your energy, they're going to ruin your life, 
and it's for the greater good. And yeah, you're destroying the planet, so we gotta we gotta get rid of you. We gotta get rid of your energy capabilities, which is ultimately getting rid of you. Getting rid of your way of life is getting rid of you. Let's get into this compilation here. President Obama unveils tough new regulations to combat climate change, including unprecedented cuts on carbon pollution. At the heart of his plan, coal-fired power plants. If somebody wants to build a coal-fired plant, they can. It's just that it will bankrupt them because they're going to be charged a huge sum for all that uh, greenhouse gas that's being emitted. So that's Obama from 2010 telling you what we are experiencing now, telling you what you can come to expect. We're going to tax the hell out of you if you plan on having industry, if you plan on having any sort of business. If you plan on having a coal power plant that fuels the life of a human society, of a modern human society. And then that ducktails into here is Joe Biden with Donald Trump at the debate saying exactly what Obama said. Would you close down the oil industry? I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would transition. It is a big statement that's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? So yeah, that's a big statement. I mean, that this is what this guy ran on. He ran on shutting down your energy, shutting down your life. He ran on ruining your life. He said it to you. I'm going to transition. What's your transition? That's the funny thing is we're going to transition away from fossil fuels, but we don't have an alternative. We don't have a concrete alternative that works that's going to be effective enough. No, they, they are not building anything back better. They're inversionists, you know? So when they say build back better, they mean destroy everything worse. And that's exactly what he's doing. And that's exactly what he's saying. Transition, you have nothing to transition to. Wind, solar, electric. They tell you you get an electric car all the time. But they don't talk about the so-called greenhouse gas emissions that go into the whole process of powering electric cars. But we'll get into that later. Let's just continue with this compilation or else we're never going to finish if I just keep cutting in like this. Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. I see. Here's the deal. But That's a big statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy. Basically, what he's saying is he is Mr. going President? to destroy the oil industry. Will you remember that Texas? Will you okay. remember that Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President Biden, let me give you 10 seconds to respond Ohio. and then I have to get to the final question. Vice President Biden. It takes everything out of context, but the point is, look, we have to move toward a net zero emissions. Net zero emissions. You know what that means, right? Get the population down to zero. One of these numbers have to get close to zero if we could have zero emissions. That means you. I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel. <laughs> That's my favorite clip of all time when he's doing some sort of pep rally and this and this young girl, this poor young girl who's just been completely mind warped, a total victim. And that's the worst thing of all of it. The, these victims of psychological weapons, like the climate change psychological mind warp. Like the COVID. These poor people that are victims of this Hegelian dialectic thinking that these manufactured crises are actually real. And he goes up to her and he's like, don't you worry, Sally. 
I'm going to get rid of fossil fuels if it's the last thing I do. Meaning, I'm going to F your life up if it's the last thing I do. Over my dead body, your life is going to be destroyed because I'm going to get rid of your energy, your way of life. Everything that revolves around the things that you do in your average everyday life, I'm going to get rid of it all, Sally. And then the crowd goes, One of which is doing away with any subsidies for fossil fuels, number one. Number two, holding them liable for what they have done. Yeah, we got to hold people accountable for what they've done, right, Joe Biden? People got to be held to account, right? When they destroy your way of life, when they cut off your energy, when they lock you in your home, when they force an experimental injection in you, they got to be held to account, these people, right? We will double offshore wind. We will end any subsidies for coal or any other fossil fuel. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? It is absolutely imperative and a life and death issue that we have got to transform our energy system away from fossil fuel to sustainable energy. I mean, there's Bernie Sanders. It's a life and death situation. Yeah, it is a life and death situation. Dealing with you people, dealing with you control freak maniacs that I, I don't get it, man. It's a life and death situation. These people are maniacal. If these far left politicians ever get into power, they will demolish not only your industry, but the entire U.S. economy. On his first day in office, President Biden signed an executive order revoking the permit of the Keystone XL oil pipeline. You may have noticed this week that your gas prices have gone up. I want to talk to you a little bit about why. A lot of it has to do with Vladimir Putin. So it's Vladimir Putin's fault. Meanwhile, Joe Biden literally told me he was going to get rid of my gas. And he cuts down our pipelines. And he stops our domestic drilling. And he cuts off our energy independence. But Jen Psaki... Obviously, she's nowhere to be found now, but Jen Psaki sits there and says it's like she like like she thinks you are so stupid. It has a lot to do with Vladimir Putin, she says. And then she says it's the oil companies. It's the greedy oil companies charging you too much. How can the oil companies even get oil when all their drilling has been cut off? I, I mean, I just get so angry with the patronizing, with the talking down to, with the just thinking that we are so dumb, they can sit there and say anything they want. He sits there his entire campaign saying that he's going to get rid of energy. And then the energy's gone, just like he said. And she says it's Vladimir Putin and the gas companies. But part of this is on the oil companies. Right now, there are 9,000 approved unused permits that oil and gas companies could tap into now to ramp up production. I mean, Jen Psaki sits there and says that they're, they're not using permits. So what she's saying is that the owners of the oil companies are just sitting there like, uh, hmm, yeah, just let's just not have supply. Let's just not have any oil inventory. We are an oil company, but uh, let's not use those permits and not have uh, any oil. Folks, she's lying to you. There are no permits. There are no oil operations. They cut off our domestic oil operations. They halted them. 
Joe Biden told you so. Gas prices at a seven-year high in one California town, now topping $7 a gallon. And unfortunately, there is no relief in sight. They're sitting at a seven-year high and expected to continue to climb. Gas prices are soaring with little end in sight. Gas prices reach all-time highs under Joe Biden. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. And then there's the there's Stephen Colbert, the fake funny man. The guy that was on Epstein Island. Stephen Colbert was on Epstein Island and he sits there and laughs at you because you can't afford gas and he brags that he has a Tesla. Wow, Stephen Colbert, who was on Epstein Island, Stephen Colbert, and he's going to sit there and patronize you and goof on you and say it's worth it. (laughs) I mean, do you believe these people? Do you believe these people? Let's get a load of... uh, Granholm, Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary. We, we've played clips of her. Let's hear her cackle and laugh when she's asked what is her plan for energy. He, he asks the energy secretary what is her plan for energy, and she sits there and cackles like the witch that she is. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> Oh my God, that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand. (laughs) Cackling like a freak at a simple question of what are we going to do about this energy crisis, Mrs. Energy Secretary? Every time I fill up, it's close to like $89. How do you feel about that? (laughs) It's making me broke. Oh my God. <laughs> if I'm not making a certain goal for the night, I don't have enough for gas tomorrow. And then I have to eat into my own general family budget to put gas in my car for this job. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to make plans when you've got an administration that's trying to crush your future. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. And th- th- that's what she thinks is hilarious. The fact that you can't get gas. The fact that your life is being uprooted right now. The fact that you're going broke just because of putting gas in your car. And that's the whole point. They want to get you used to not having a car. It's all about not ha- making you drive. It's all about taking away your, your car. Taking away your independence to drive your car. You understand that, right? It's all about stripping you of your independence bit by bit. That's all this is about. Stripping you of your independence bit by bit. Let's hear more patronizing talk from these these, these, these demons, man. These, these demons. Perhaps if you let the market work in this respect, people will feel pain. They'll take a second look at that Ford F-450 gigantoid truck. They'll reconsider a Tesla. You'll see hybrid innovation. We should ultimately learn our lesson here and become energy independent and choose to invest in clean domestic energy. You're talking about zero carbon emissions, no use of fossil fuels within 12 years. That is the goal. It's ambitious. And how is that possible? You're talking about everybody having to drive an electric car? It's going to require a lot of rapid change that we don't even conceive as possible right now. And there's the, the there's AOC, the big booty Latina. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. She has no idea what she's talking. She's a climate genius too, just like Al Gore and, and Prince Charles. She's a climate genius. She's one of the heads of the Green New Steel. 
and she talks like this. And she's just completely stupid and ditzy and has absolutely no basis on what she's saying, no facts, no nothing. She just tells you that the world's going to end. And she is as fake as they come. She is as fake as they come. She was probably hired as like, like, like a Greta Thunberg type, you know, to like appeal to, to young women, you know? So that's AOC. She knows nothing about, she knows nothing about energy. She knows nothing about, she, she, she doesn't know anything about anything. And she's gonna tell you to basically die and because the, the planet's gonna die. So, so you die. What's your, what's your solution to the planet dying? Oh, you die. You have your life uprooted. You change everything drastically about your life. Meanwhile, she she ain't going to change it. She ain't doing anything. If AOC and Prince Charles and Klaus Schwab and Al Gore and Bill Gates and all these people are so concerned about destroying the planet, why don't they just go live in a cave? Why don't they just just eat bugs? And not have electricity, and not have cars, and not have air conditioning, and not have hot water. Why don't they go and do it if they're so concerned about the climate crisis? It's all BS, people. Like, like, folks, please bear with me. I'm getting very angry on this. I didn't want to. But this subject is just, it's just such BS. And the fact that they just continue to jam it down your throat is just infuriating. And one of the main culprits of that is uh, Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg. I don't know how you say his last name. I don't know. I don't really know anything about Pete Buttigieg, honestly, besides the fact that he, he he's gay and he's a politician. So, so listen to Pete Buttigieg. He's gay, everybody. See, he's gay. He knows that he's going to be your energy guy now, too. But don't worry. He's gay. So just listen to him. Just like AOC. Oh, she's a woman and she's Spanish. Just listen to her. She's going to tell you how to live your life. Pete Buttigieg, he's going to tell you that there's going to be some pain that's going to go along with the transition to green energy. Pain. You're going to feel pain because Pete Buttigieg said so. Of course, the more pain we are all experiencing from the high price of gas, the more benefit there is for those who can access electric vehicles. <laughs> The more pain, the benefit. Do you believe he, he says that? Does that not infuriate you? When you know the plans that they have for you, and then you hear minions like Pete Butt Judge tell you that there's going to be pain, and you're going to have to deal with it, and it's going to be a benefit if you have an electric vehicle. Meanwhile, let's, let's, let's think about electric vehicles, right? Here's the response to Pete Butt Judge. Here's the response to Pete Bud Judge from uh, Congressman Thomas Massey, and he just totally schools Pete Bud Judge on the the green, clean energy of an electric vehicle. To anybody that thinks electric vehicles don't cause quote man-made climate change by their logic, listen to this. Average uh, household uses 17% of their electricity for air conditioning. And um, that would mean the average household uses 1,870 kilowatt hours per year for air conditioning. If that average household plugged in electric cars, 
Do you know how much more electricity they would use in comparison to the air conditioning that air conditions their whole house? No, but again, I would emphasize it will well, let be me help less you. Let me help you with overall. that first before we go on, because the numbers are important. It would take four times as much electricity to charge the average household's cars as the average household uses on air conditioning. Do you think that could be? So if we reach the goal by 2030 that Biden has of a 50 percent adoption instead of 100 percent adoption, that means the average household would use twice as much electricity charging one of their cars as they would use for all of the air conditioning that they use for the entire year. So just charging your your car is going to cause more than your they tell you to get rid of your air condition. But then they tell you to get an electric car. And then they tell you we have to conserve electricity, but they tell you to get an electric car. They tell you that we want to stop coal mines and greenhouse gas emissions, but they tell you to get an electric car. And what is powering your electricity? Yes, it's coal power plants and nuclear power plants, which are not, quote, clean energy, green energy. So it doesn't make any sense, even by their stupid logic. They cannot even keep up with their stupid logic. It's just like when they tell you, oh, it's Putin's fault. It's the gas company's fault. It's a transition. It's just like when they tell you, safe and effective, safe and effective, pandemic of the unvaccinated, pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's just like when they tell you 15 days to stop to spread. It's just like when they tell you all citizens should get rid of their guns, but the government should have all the guns. There's no logic. There's no sense being made. It's all gobbledygook. It's all just little keywords and phrases to make people feel good emotionally. I mean, really though, really, what are we doing with these people? How do we sit here and deal with these people? Why do we allow them to even have a voice when everything they do is just full of crap? It's all just this projection. It's all just this illogic. And it's all leading toward the same thing. Control, deception, and ultimately death. Getting rid of you. Control you, confuse you, and kill you. How fun. Now, I could sit here and play you more clips. I have more clips for you. I have Joe Biden, you know, talking about climate change. Sitting on a landfill talking about climate change, talking about how he's going to get rid of fossil fuels because we're destroying the world. He said it, the, the, you saw it, where he said he has cancer and, and now Joe Biden's got COVID. So he's got cancer and he's got COVID and he's on a landfill and he's got dementia and he's got Alzheimer's and he's just a, a melting brain right before our eyes, a zombified husk of a corpse that they trot out there and say he's the president. So I could play you those clips of President Biden I could play you the clips of the CNN heads cackling and gaggling about climate change and how bad green... You've, you've, you've heard it all. You've heard it all before. It's just going to all be derivative. But I'm going to play you something that is the nucleus of all of it. This is the most important clip that I'm going to play you this entire episode. And it's an undercover video from Project Veritas, undercover with a CNN director, and he's going to tell you why all you see is climate change now, because the media is not there to report the news, folks. The media is there to program you. That's why they call it programming. 
and they get a memo from up high on what they need to focus on, whether it's COVID, whether it's January 6th, whether it's gun control, whether it is get Trump out of office, what whatever it is, they are given the clarion call to focus on one aspect and one aspect only. And right now, it's climate change's time. It's the time for climate change. And this CNN director spills all the beans right here in this undercover video by Project Veritas. God bless Project Veritas for exposing all of these freaks, all these minions of the system. Here we go. CNN technical director Charlie Chester spills all the beans right here. They've already announced in her office that once the public is will be open to it, we're going to start focusing mainly on climate, um, uh, climate like global warming, and like that's going to be our next like um, I don't know like what's the it's, it's going to be our focus. Like, uh, like our, our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was. Right? Just right there. That was our focus to get Trump out of office, right? And that's going to be our next focus. Just like showing you the COVID hysteria, showing you the death numbers rise up all the time. You couldn't turn on CNN without seeing the COVID death numbers on the screen. You know, now they're going to tell you how bad the temperature is or whatever the hell it is. Because all they can say is, oh my God, it's so hot in the summer. Oh, the summer's hot. Yeah, it's the summer. It gets hot in the summer. I don't know about you, but I usually wear a jacket in the summer, yeah? <laughs> Unbelievable, these people. And this is the CNN guy telling you that we want to get it in your brain. We want to inject this climate focus right into the your frontal lobe. So you can't go anywhere without thinking about the climate. Just like you couldn't go anywhere without thinking about COVID. Just like you couldn't go anywhere without thinking about how bad Trump is, right? And he's, he admits it to you. This is important stuff. This is seeing behind the curtain. This is the nucleus of it all. This is the nucleus of the hypnotism. This is the root of the psychological mind control. Because CNN is where it all starts. I know nobody watches CNN, but... Whatever CNN says, you're going to hear it on every single other publication. You're going to hear it on Stephen Colbert. You're going to hear it on Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel. You're going to hear it on the, 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 the what's his face, uh, James Corden show. You're going to hear it on Howard Stern. You're going to hear it on The View. You're going to hear every Democrat politician say exactly what CNN is saying. You're going to hear it on the daytime television. You're going to hear it on the local news. CNN is like the, the mother brain. Of all of this establishment legacy media outlets that are all owned by the globalists. That are all funded by George Soros, all funded by Bill Gates, all funded by Pfizer, all funded by the World Economic Forum. All funded by the World Health Organization. All funded by the, the CDC. You understand? They all work together. Let's continue with a little uh, CNN boy over here. Charlie Chester spilling the beans. Awareness. What does that look like? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I have a feeling it's just going to be like 
constantly showing videos of like decline and ice and weather warming up and like the effects it's having on the economy and, and really talking about head of the network like just who's that? Is that Zucker? Zucker, yeah. I imagine that he's got his counsel and they've all like discussed like where uh, he just said the head of CNN Jeff Zucker he has his counsel and the counsel tells Jeff Zucker what to brainwash the masses with. Isn't that something said by the CNN guy right here? The technical director, Charlie Chester of CNN, telling you the entire process. They think, um... So that's like the next... Pandemic like story like that will yeah that will will beat to death but that one's got longevity you know what i mean it's not like <laughs> he says it right there just like the pandemic and we'll tell you that you know we're gonna beat it to death we're gonna beat this dead horse we're just gonna talk about it and talk about it and talk about it all the time but then he says oh but but the the good thing about the covid type hysteria is that it has longevity this is what they do with the climate they pepper it in they take it out They move it in, they move it out. It's a periodic ebb and flow to keep you delirious, to keep you dizzy, to keep you not focused on one sort of thing. Behavioral psychologists and advertising marketing experts come up with these plans. They forecast these things years, months in advance. We understand this, right? The council that he just talked about, he just said there's a council... The council are concocting these news cycles. They literally call them news cycles, news waves, all the time. And it's all to keep you stupid, to keep you misinformed, to keep you blind, to keep you delirious and busy. There's a definitive ending to the pandemic. Or, you know, they'll probably be able to milk that for quite a bit. You know, for, for, change overload. Be prepared. It's coming. (laughs) Stories? Like right now, um, we had an inside track right now where two stories are going to be pushed. Climate change is going to be the next COVID thing to see. Climate change is going to be the next COVID thing for CNN. We are going to hone in on that says Charlie Chester, technical director of CNN. I love it. So there it is. I mean, there it is. What, what more can I show you? What more can I tell you? The headlines, the, 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 the World Economic Forum, people telling you that you need a carbon tracker. Bill Gates telling you we got to get the carbon closer to zero, so we got to get the people down to a number closer to zero. And if we do really good with vaccines, we can get that number closer to zero. What, what more do I need to tell you when, when, when the CNN technical director is caught on undercover video telling you how the entire thing works? What more do I need to tell you when Klaus Schwab says there's going to be an angrier world and Yuval eats a bug? So um, we have to prepare for a more angry world. And Yuval Noah Harari says that after the collapse, you're going to be 
kept satisfied with drugs and computer games while we have surveillance under the skin for you. Surveillance under the skin. Keep them happy with drugs and computer games. And watch everything that you do with a carbon tracker. Individual carbon footprint tracker. Many of these things will be built directly into our, our, our bodies. And you're going to be in the VR. I mean, what more do I have to tell you? And I read you all those headlines spanning from 60 years ago about how the climate crisis is imminent. The climate crisis has been imminent for over 50 years now, guys. And I read you all those headlines. And it's the same thing every single time. What, like, what more, what is it going to take for people to just wake up and get this? What is it going to take? Because I, I got to admit, I'm, I'm getting a little bit at my wit's end here. The fact that we have to deal with this all the time, the fact that these people lie all the time, and when they tell the truth, they tell you, they brag to you how they can control the climate with stratospheric aerosol injection. But then they lie to you and say that you're the problem because you drive a car. I just, I really, I, I don't see an end in sight with this. The only end in sight that I see is what Klaus talks about, an angrier world, a large destabilization, a cyber attack, a pandemic too. You know, they're gearing up with that. Have you looked up monkeypox lately? Yeah, it never stops a monkeypox either. <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. And the really, the only end in sight that I see is, is, is their goals, is their Hegelian dialectic to ultimately be achieved. Because they keep hacking away at this tree and we keep trying to push this tree up. We, try, we, keep, we keep trying to keep the tree from falling. But there's Klaus Schwab and, and Harari and Gates and, and Borla and all the climate freaks. And, and even though the, the lower level minions like, like AOC and, and Granholm and, and Puppet Biden and the, the, the weirdos in Australia. They keep hacking away at this tree and like... W w they start to, they're sitting on the tree now, and it's a hard to just keep this tree from falling. And the only way we can keep it from falling is get as many hands as we can to keep this tree up. But un unless we have like really like a mass awakening, and people just really get it, and we maybe we should teach classes about uh, about globalism and and uh, psychological war warfare and. and government hypnotism and teach classes on Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum because a lot of people are awake they like they are they're awake in a sense that they know you know Biden's full of crap and that the the the, the COVID BS is, is 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 embellished and the vaccine doesn't work or and the injection doesn't work and that the climate is BS because the, here I'll play you this clip I'll play you this clip from CNN where they pull a bunch of voters and nobody nobody cares about climate change. Do you think the climate is the most important problem facing the country? Total voters, 1%. <laughs> Among Democrats, 3%. Among voters age 18 to 30, 3%. Same poll had the economy at 20 and inflation at 15%. Well, so the, the, nobody nobody's buying the the climate bs you know at least there's something to be said for that but we need to call out these people that are heading up these operations that's one of the things that get me the most in my feelings of all of it like 
People like Tucker Carlson, people like Laura Ingram, people like Charlie Kirk, people like Ben Shapiro and, and Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles and uh, you know all these people, they're, they never talk about Klaus Schwab. They never talk about Bill Gates. They never mention Yuval Noah Harari. They never mention the World Economic Forum. They never mention the Great Reset. They never mentioned the Agenda 2030. On a strategic partnership between the UN and the World Economic Forum, which outlines areas of cooperation to deepen engagement between the two institutions and to jointly accelerate the implementation of the 2030 Agenda. We should have, th these people should be household names. But why don't people know about Klaus Schwab? He's so easy. He's this weird, creepy, Dr. Evil James Bond villain guy. And he says the creepiest stuff that you've ever heard. Why don't we know about Yuval Noah Harari? Why don't we know about the World Economic Forum? I talk to smart people. I talk to people that, that, that understand, you know, to a certain level, but they've never heard of the World Economic Forum. They've never, they don't know who Klaus Schwab is. They don't know what the Agenda 2030 is. They don't know what the Great Reset is. They don't know what's going on around them. They think they know. They think they got it all figured out because they sit there and make fun of Biden all day. But, but making fun of Biden and thinking that you're winning and thinking that you, you, you get it, you, you don't get the half of it. I don't even get the half of it. And I get way more than, than most of people. We get way more of it because we're dot connectors and we understand, we hear the quotes. You don't have to be super genius to understand this type of stuff. You really don't. I'm not sitting here saying I'm the smartest guy in the world. I just hear what these people say. I see what goes on around me. And it's a very obvious correlation. There are very obvious parallels with what these people say their goals are and what goes on around me in my everyday life. So we need a mass awakening. We, we need people like Tucker Carlson to, to, to expose the World Economic Forum. We need people like Joe Rogan to, 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 to talk about Klaus Schwab. I don't know. That's, that's really the only way. I, we need to teach classes or something about globalism. And the history of globalism and the, and the Rockefeller Foundation. I don't know. And the, the eugenics societies and the eugenics movement. That's what I try to do here on Connect Those Dots. I just try to expose. I just try to educate. I just try to critically think and encourage others to do the same. That's really what I do here. That's what we do here on Connect Those Dots. And um, if we can't do that, then, then the globalists win. Then the Agenda 2030 happens then the, the Great Reset is achieved. And we know where it goes, and the great, the great Reset only keeps on going, folks. It's more than just you'll own nothing and be happy. It's a complete eradication. It's a complete sterilization of the population. I'm not trying to rhyme here, but that's really what it is. Because once you're controlled, once you own nothing, once you, once you're basically like... Like 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 a like cattle on a farm, you're atomized. You're put in your own little pod, and you're living in the metaverse. And you're, you're whatever you're eating the bugs, and you got the carbon credit score, and you got your you got your annual shot, you got your annual mRNA experimental injection. Like what 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 are you then? You're dead. You're just waiting to die, and your death is only going to be accelerated. It's possible to prevent this. It is possible. It doesn't have to happen. The Great Reset does not have to be achieved, but you gotta care, if only people just cared. But you care, we care, 
But the only way we stop this is to get everyone to care. Blah, 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 blah. blah.